Oh, happy anniversary, COVID. Let's see, what is the traditional gift for one year? It's paper. Right, yeah. Here's a nice card that says you suck, COVID-19. I hope that uh, next year you're in the rearview mirror. And we can, I'm just calling, I'm calling a divorce lawyer right this second, COVID-19, because it's over. I'm telling you, it's over. It may not be over this very second, but sooner or later, I'm going to get a piece of paper that says, I've been inoculated against you. And that, goodbye. All right, let's get you up to date on some really important news with COVID-19, and specifically with AstraZeneca. Health authorities in Denmark and Norway have now temporarily suspended the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine after reports of the formation of blood clots in some who have been vaccinated. It's very concerning. This move comes after Austria stopped using just a batch of AstraZeneca. Now, keep in mind, that's a batch. It's not the full thing, but one batch of AstraZeneca shots while investigating Investigating a death from coagulation disorders and an illness from an embolism. That's a blood clot, fancy way. Uh, Danish health authorities say the country's decision to suspend the shots for two weeks comes after a 60-year-old woman in Denmark who was given the AstraZeneca shot from the same batch that was used in Austria. Again, we're back to that same batch formed a blood clot and died. Now, the Minister of Health, Christine Elliott, just moments ago was asked about this. Of course, you know, in the province of Ontario right now, there are people between the ages of 60 and 64, as we speak, getting the AstraZeneca shot. So what is the province of Ontario going to do considering this news? Here is the Minister of Health. AstraZeneca has been approved by Health Canada for both uh, safety and efficacy, and we uh, don't have any plans to discontinue AstraZeneca at this time. However, we will be following the investigation and working with Health Canada to determine if any changes need to be made in, in Ontario's plan. But we are continuing with our AstraZeneca inoculations, and we know that several million doses have already been administered around the world with no adverse effects. That is Christine Elliott, the Minister of Health for the province of Ontario. The administering of AstraZeneca will continue. The other thing that the minister had to say is that Ontario's case counts, new case counts, 40% of the new case counts are variants of concern. The, the minister saying, quote, they're doing everything we can to prevent a third wave. So we have two tracks of information here we need to really dig into. What's going on with AstraZeneca? What's going on with the variants of concern? Dr. Andrew MacArthur is a professor and researcher at McMaster University. Welcome to the program, doctor. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Can Are you comfortable starting with this AstraZeneca news and your takeaway from that? Sure. You know, so uh, my job is really is finding these variants of concern and tracking, but how they relate to vaccines is always important. Uh, but with any vaccine and drug rollout, you know, we always look for adverse effects. And really, in most cases, we only find them when we get to high usage numbers or we see a batch effect that's possible. Uh, we've actually used AstraZeneca in very large numbers globally with extremely low adverse effect rates. Uh, and so when we see this decision today, it, it's an anomaly. You pause, you take a look, you make sure what's, that there's nothing systematically wrong. But do I have any concerns? Not really. I want to play this for you. This is Dr. Isaac Bogosh uh, basically answering the very same question. Scotland, for example, gave 450,000 doses of AstraZeneca, uh, and the rest of the UK has given hundreds of thousands of additional doses. So we haven't heard 
of this issue in other countries who are using the exact same vaccine? Is there something there? Is there not something there? I think it's way too soon to to know. That is Isaac Bogosh, who is actually part of the provincial vaccine table. And on the line is Dr. Andrew MacArthur. Uh, Dr. MacArthur, there's a, a lot of people who actually have appointments right now between the ages of 60 and 64. They're going to hear this news and they're going to say to themselves, I don't know if I want this. What's your advice to them? Uh, my advice is still get the vaccine that's offered. I think it's really important uh, to get a, the initial partial immunity to drive hospitalization and deaths down. Uh, I agree with the, the statement just made. We have used this in massive numbers without adverse effects. We have seen this this occurrence in Scandinavia, which they're going to pause and take a look, but you will see them resume using AstraZeneca once they figure out what's going on. Let's turn our minds to the uh, variants of concern and that 40% number of the new cases actually variants of concern. What does that mean? Yeah, so this is really scary. So long term, I have you know optimism that mass vaccination will work and will drive down the numbers both in Canada and globally and win this fight. In the short term, we are under a very large threat of the third wave. Uh, now, you know, in a room together for 15 minutes with poor ventilation, your chances of infection just double because of the 117. And we know it is uh, increasingly dangerous. It's between a 30 and 70 percent increased mortality rate. Uh, so as we try and struggle and reopen our economy and make very difficult decisions, the pandemic just changed. It's not the pandemic it was in November. It is more infective and it is more dangerous and we're under high threat. Speaking with uh, Dr. Andrew MacArthur, who is a researcher and professor at McMaster, later on today we get new modeling numbers from Dr. Steiny Brown. And what they have indicated is because of the variants, even under a best-case scenario, we're going to be over 4,000 cases by the end of March. Is that what you're seeing as well? Yeah, that from the from the biological side and the data out of England and everyone else, the 117, that is a very reasonable expectation. The modeling table has rarely been wrong. Uh, and so uh, that's exactly what I'm frightened of. I'm, uh, the numbers, you know, are not going down anymore, and it's likely the 117, and it's really hard to get it back under control. Uh, can you can you give us a little hope here? I know we got the vaccine. I know we're in a race here, but are we going to get the vaccine into the vulnerable populations faster than 117 can spread? Yeah, I think it's like what you said. The relationship is definitely over, but the divorce is going to take a while. Uh, right now, we all got to tighten up and do everything we can to reduce transmission, to not have parties, to be safe at work, do everything because it's riskier. We need to buy time uh, to get the mass vaccination, which, as you see, every week goes by and more vaccines are improved. This is going to accelerate. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to a, a good summer and an early fall. Then when flu season and, and, and season comes back, we might see a rise in cases again of un, unvaccinated or, or people that only get partial immunity. But uh, the worst is right now, but the best is coming very soon. The best is yet to come. One of my favorite Sinatra tunes. Appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. MacArthur. Appreciate you being on today. Thanks so much. That is Dr. Andrew MacArthur, who's a professor and researcher at McMaster University. We are in a race right now. We're in a race to get the vaccine into arms as fast as possible before the VOCs overtake us. And this news out of Norway and out of Denmark is not good because even with the Minister of Health, as you just heard, saying we're going to continue to inject it here, we're going to continue to follow the advice from Health Canada, there is going to be a reluctance, an increased reluctance now. And that is the wrong thing. That's a 
dangerous thing. We need to get people inoculated as quickly as possible.